0: Welcome to Bitch Talk, Booze and Interviews, straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Ange, that's Char on the ones and twos. Hello. And we're coming to you straight from the heart of GoTo studios. Don't forget to go to bitchtalkpodcast.com for all of our socials and past episodes. And we are proud to announce, super excited, that on Sunday, September 8th, we are going to be presenting a comedy show. It's Bitch Talk Podcast Presents, Really Funny Comedians Who Happen to Be Women. <laughs> and that's uh, we have a lineup that's pretty stacked, Ashar. Huh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we got we got Sandy Steck, Irene too, friend of the show. This is going to be like her fourth time or something or another on the show. Natasha Muse, hosted by Chelsea Beers, plus special guests. It's
1: it's a long time coming that we get to you know present our own comedy show at
0: Cobb's. Yeah, so we've done. We've done the OG Punchline, right? and we've actually done an interview from Cobbs with Jesse Mae Peluso. Right,
1: which we just aired a couple of days ago. Yeah,
0: which is still one of my favorites. That one stands the test of time. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we're actually going to be at Cobbs this time, and uh, we're just making our rounds at the comedy clubs in San Francisco. So
1: Yeah, no big deal. It's (laughs)
0: going to be exciting, and our name is going to be up on the marquee. Yes. So uh, we have yeah, made it. <laughs> I mean, and all of the
1: people that are on the lineup are people that we've we've seen, we've worked with, mm-hmm. we've had on the show. So it's, you know, like it's kind of, it's it's a gathering of, you know, like all of our favorite things. And
0: it's ladies night. So. Yes. so
1: get your tickets. Oh, by the way, if you follow us on social media, pay attention to our social media because we'll be giving away tickets. We've got a bunch of tickets to give away. And since we're only doing like these little mini basics before each, uh, each replay episode. We are giving away a bunch of stuff, uh, online.
0: Yeah. So follow us, check it out and come to the show, please. We love seeing you. Uh, we appreciate you listening, but we would love to see you in person so we can thank you for being supportive through all these years, through our ups and downs, <laughs> ups and downs for sure. <laughs> and down, down, down. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but on the opposite of down, I'm really excited for this bish talk replay with one of my favorite, favorite, favorite ever guests, Ike Barinholtz. Uh, you may know him from Mad TV, The Mindy Project. Um, this guy was freaking hilarious, uh, and he's going to be talking about a film that he directed, the film The Oath, and he stars alongside Tiffany Haddish. Um, and he was, it was a morning, the morning of the Kavanaugh hearing. I will remember this day. I forgot about that. Yep. I won't because (laughs) I was, I was just so messed up. I was so upset and, um, going in there and talking to him and kind of releasing that stress and laughing our asses off it was just it was so he's he's great he's amazing i can't i, I want to have him back but i want to have him in studio so we can sit down and have some whiskey next time
1: there we go well, <laughs> let's, let's put that on our bucket list
0: yeah yeah let's put that out in the ether ike come back next time with aaron we'll have some fun and uh thank you so much for partaking in this interview it's still one of my favorites so go ahead and have a listen Ike Barinholtz, thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk. I'm so excited. Thank
2: you guys for having me.
0: I'm going to get straight to the point because I'm, let's talk about the big elephant in the room. Literally, I just came from watching the Senate hearing of Dr. Bosley Ford. I was watching
2: that in my room. Yeah,
0: I just saw the beginning of it. So we're really going to have to wrap this up soon because I got to (laughs) finish the rest of it. But I um, I feel like I've. I was watching it with my with with, with fists clenched and I feel like at times watching your film I I was in that same mode I feel
2: like we are (laughs) in a fist clenching era yeah where every morning we are clenching our yeah I
0: need to get invest in one of those little stress balls
2: you're gonna have giant Popeye forearms (laughs) by the time Trump's out of office um yeah I was watching that as well very 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 upsetting um uh yeah it's it's a very strange time we're living in and mm-hmm. we are um, being put through a cascade of emotions every single day mm-hmm. and i you know thought to myself uh i think i have a, a good idea for a story and if i do it right i can kind of put people on a bit of a roller coaster and mm-hmm. give me some laughs and then some anger and because that's what i think what we're living in right now
0: right yeah. right and I think that there are a lot of films about surviving the holidays with your family but none quite like this no this is
2: actually <laughs> surviving yeah
0: and it, it's funny because it actually came from true events
2: it did minus
0: it's, the potential for murder minus the blood I don't know your family
2: uh, but blood, no blood some tears <laughs> but no blood yeah it was yeah. after it was the Thanksgiving after the election the 2016 election and We not a lot of
0: thanks, not a lot
2: of thanks, (laughs) (laughs) not a lot of thanks, but we were after dinner, we were sitting around, maybe having some cocktails. And my, my brother and my mother and I got in this fight and we kind of started blaming each other like it's your fault. And, you know, why didn't this happen? And what <laughs> struck me was that we all voted for the same person rather enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the fact that we were yelling at each other, I thought, oh, my God, if this is happening at this friendly house, what's right. what's happening around the country? Yeah. And as I started talking to friends of mine who were going home and having these horror stories and, you know, talking to other family members of mine, I knew that the the um american holiday table was forever changed Mm -hmm. and you know we always say don't talk politics at the table but it's going to be impossible moving forward and so i knew that 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 area was ripe for comedy and stress but i wanted to make it a bigger story Mm -hmm. and so i really kind of came up with this other layer where there's this kind of looming crisis, government uh, inspired crisis. And it's really, you know, uh, making people crazy enough at home. And then once the evil forces come into the house, kind of how they react to that and how, how can you go from, you know, you know, eating stuffing to holding a gun? Yeah, how do to we to stuffing
0: gun? a gun, to stuffing a gun in someone's <laughs> face.
2: How do we how do we get there? So that was that was, uh, I, I knew I had these elements and I just started weaving it.
0: Yeah. Well, I do like, because people are going to immediately assume, oh, this is propaganda for liberals, and but you do give a voice to the other side.
2: Absolutely. I think the version of this movie where my character, who is the most liberal person in the movie, if this was a movie where he is... Um, not only right, um, but he's also behaving well and he's noble and he's uh, he's (laughs) handsome. Uh,
0: Not relatable. Not relatable. (laughs) I don't want to see that movie.
2: So it was important to me to really show, you know, all these different points of the spectrum and kind of shine the light on how everyone's brain is breaking a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, my character is the most liberal, but he's a jerk and he's insufferable and he's he's ignoring his family and he's yelling at his parents and stuff. So I, I really thought, you know, to, to to make it honest let's let's not just make this a partisan film because i think that's just not fun for people right yeah.
0: well i found myself connected to your character but my innermost thoughts that i don't yes. always say yes yes <laughs> yes. yes i was there's... like wow that's exactly what i would have wanted to say but i wouldn't you right. know i just wouldn't but i think it and and there's this one scene when you're in the car listening to the news yeah. and you're like Fuck you! No, you're wrong! Oh, you're an asshole! And you're just kind of yelling we are to a, no one.
2: <laughs> we are yelling at screens more than ever. You know what I mean? I literally just told Chuck Grassley to eat my balls by myself in a hotel room. And, and I feel like a lot of people do have that kind of just rage. And we are watching more and more news. And it's impossible to not... You know just look at the tv and hear what someone's saying and just scream
0: <laughs> yeah i yeah. feel like i've generally my whole life been a calm person it yes. doesn't take a lot to put, but now i feel like i'm just anybody says something wrong and i'm just like fuck off yeah i don't need to talk yeah. to you anymore yeah i'm just so ready to cut people off we
2: are we are it's not healthy though it's not healthy and that really is you know one of the messages of the movie right is is i want people to see the movie and laugh and and have the emotions and stuff mm-hmm. But to me, kind of the, the bigger picture is: look, we have we have an obligation, not just as Americans, but also as as families, as, as as husbands and wives, and, and fathers and brothers and sisters. We have to at least try to not let Donald Trump and and you know the current political climate permanently sever our relationships it's going to happen to some relationships it just is and i'm look if your uncle shows up at thanksgiving wearing an info shirt he can go.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. So I, I, I'm not telling people, oh, you have to, you know, build the bridge. But, but I think America is bigger than Donald Trump, and there will be a president one day who is not him. And
0: promise, I,
2: I, I, I can't <laughs> Don't promise. Don't make yet. promises you can't keep. I, I can't make promises. We were getting along so well. I mean, we might be heading down Fury Road very soon. But, um, but I, I, I do feel like you know we, we should try at least. To try to keep those connections as much as we can, and and try to maintain uh, a little bit of what we were, you mm-hmm. know, because we're all changed through this, mm-hmm. and and it would suck if, you know, once you know the the, the political tides turn if we've kind of untethered ourselves from everyone and we really just live in our bubble then Mm -hmm. it's going to be hard then we're going to get another trump one day Mm -hmm. and so so to me you know my hope is that people walk out of this movie and they're like that movie was funny it was scary and i'm going to call my brother Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean i'm going to call my brother We had a big fight and i'm going to give him a call and just say what's up and you know try at least try to find a little bit of commonality
0: I do like that notion of what happens after he's not president because it is inevitable and we are going to be left with post-traumatic stress. Yes. I think, I think I should get into therapy. That's going to be like the biggest game. in this guy, if it De-
2: isn't already, definitely get into therapy. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I do. I see a therapist once in a while and it is crazy. Like the first 30 minutes when I sit and talk to him, I just talk about Trump, Yeah, <laughs> which is insane. I'm paying money to talk about Donald Trump who I've never given a shit about really. Right. So, um, but you know, look, there there really will be a day where things change. And we're
0: in an abusive relationship right now.
2: 100%. Yeah. Well, I mean, no joke. It really is the same symptoms that people who have, you know, abusive relationships where it, it scrambles your brain and it makes you afraid and it, and it triggers you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really is. And it's this type of abuse that none of us are used to. You know, we're not used to having a, a semi-authoritarian government. Um, we're not used to having, um, you know the term gaslighting is something that people are now just kind of really starting to say mm-hmm. um, and I, I I I don't use that word lightly but you truly when you have a president who's saying you know what you see is not true uh, it, it oh, Jesus it's I mean it if really is Orwellian. It fucks with your psyche <laughs> fucks yeah. with your psyche yeah. it makes you crazy and mm-hmm. and and so so yeah I, I, I look forward to that day and I hope that when that day comes we haven't completely cut ties with everyone
0: right well it was good timing with the legalization of weed at least (laughs) Trying to look on the bright side amen
2: I mean seriously sometimes (laughs) like uh the lord taketh and the lord (laughs) give it but I mean you know I really someone last night we had a great screening at the Embarcadero Center and someone asked well how do you handle this and I I know it's not a great answer but it is kind of a time to rely on your crutches like we should you know take a little (laughs) solace in creature comforts and and Mm. if if you you know if your way of dealing with it is at the end of the night you want to puff a little bit and and that helps you and makes Rachel Maddow go down even more smooth (laughs) (laughs) um great you know especially around the holidays like it's Thanksgiving have a drink have a piece of pie. Toss
0: some butter, some some green butter in,
2: that, in those mashed potatoes. A little, uh, bit, of a little potatoes. bit of herb butter in the mashed potato. <laughs> Give yourself that freedom though. For me, it's also not just, you know, the substances or the chemicals. It's also things like anything that's going to give you a dopamine rush. I have three of the cutest daughters you've ever seen in your life who are just so hilarious. And I honestly, sometimes like I will be reading an article where I'm like, Oh my God, what is happening to the country? And I I will put down my phone and go like wrestle with my daughters or play Paw Patrol or or Star Wars or something Mm -hmm. because it makes me feel good. And we should try to do things that make us feel good because we're feeling bad these days. And it's important for people to, you know, take a little bit of pleasure amidst all this pain.
0: Oh, that's giving me an idea maybe we should have like a rent a kid you know for oh. five minutes just play with a little baby and... i'm gonna
2: stay away from that one <laughs> but i'm gonna let you guys do that um, um if okay, i leave puppies. san francisco and i say puppies puppies sorry yes. i meant puppies the, the concept of service children is kind of funny you see a kid in an airport oh is that your son no i rented him for the day i'm in a shitty mood <laughs>
0: It's early. I'm stressed out. I didn't mean it. I meant puppies. Or what about hugs? You know, like Renting hey, hugs. give me a hug. That's that's well, I'm that you can get hugger. in trouble with that too. Puppies okay. <laughs> and kittens.
2: Puppies and kittens, I think, are perfect.
0: <laughs> okay, um, uh, to switch gears a little bit. Uh, so the producers for the Oath are the same producers from Get Out, yeah. Black Klansman, yeah. and you were kind of handed a golden ticket with them and just kind of like run with this film.
2: Yeah, they, QC Entertainment. They're they're these uh, they're 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 an operation out of L.A. And they, you know, right when I wrote the, the script, one of the first people to read it was my manager. And he also represents Jordan Peele. And he said, this is a QC movie. This is for these guys. Because they, I, like me, they, they, I think, get a little frustrated when they see movies right now that are set in real life that have zero re- reflection as to what's going on. And I think they are, um, they're pretty political Um and they really are looking for these stories. They are looking for, for stories that are, are about America now. And so when they read it right away, they're like, oh, this is perfect for us. This is yeah. great. If you can shoot it for what you think you can shoot it for, uh, we would love to do it with you. And they really were incredibly nurturing and and uh, really supporting me on – every single aspect of it from music to, to casting and stuff and uh, I, I I don't know I, I can't imagine making this movie with someone else. Um, there were you know, they were the first ones to jump on board, so luckily we didn't have to go around to a lot of people they were like let's do it and, and I had just seen Get Out and I was like mm-hmm. great <laughs> mm-hmm. fantastic um, so uh, I really give them uh, most of the credit for for letting people see this movie.
0: Yeah I, th- I think I agree I think for a film that's so deeply rooted in social commentary you had to be honest you 100%. couldn't hold back you couldn't filter.
2: No you couldn't and you couldn't you know I know the movie's a, a little hardcore and there's some you know, yeah there's some moments that like raw it's, it's I just it's kept raw. saying it's raw. It's raw and there's things <laughs> in it that are very ugly and unpleasant Pleasant. You have a guy mm-hmm. talking about going after people's kids, which I mean, mm-hmm. I have wrestled with that line. I wrestled with it. But the reality is we are seeing kind of new depths every day where people are just saying horrible things to each other. And I needed something to activate my character. So to I think you're right. If we would have softened it or made it a little more... Cute or funny, um, it would have come off as dishonest, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think people would smell a phony and be like, "eh." So to to you know, really present this crisis uh, and show all these characters all over the spectrum, warts and all, uh, was very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But but I don't want to take away from the fact that it's also a comedy. It is. It's like, funny. It's like you've taken us on a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Like well, Tiffany Haddish. I know. John Cho, incredible. John Cho,
2: also the most handsome man in the world, I think. Like, <laughs> I look at him, I get lost staring at him. I'm like, you're, you're just gorgeous. Uh, I, I think, you know... I knew early on the tone was going to be different. Um, I, I, you know, I, there's lots of movies out there that, that take you on that roller coaster. You, going back a long time, M.A.S.H., the movie M.A.S.H.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, there's men covered in blood performing on a, a battle wound and they're making jokes and stuff. So I knew Get Out. You know, Get Out's so scary, but then you mm-hmm. have Lil like, Rel talking about sex cults at the TSA and it's hilarious. <laughs> and I think, it, again, that is reflective of... 2018 you know you open up twitter and you see a video of like a dog jumping and pulling down a man's pants and you laugh so hard <laughs> then the next tweet is is a video of a a mother and child separated at the border and you start mm-hmm. sobbing mm-hmm. and and the, the the new america is 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 a roller coaster where you know even with the news cycle you you know uh, let's say tomorrow <laughs> kavanaugh bails and we are elated, mm-hmm. and then at four p m they fire rod Rosenstein, and we're going to start freaking out and we have to go protest and it's just it is such a roller coaster of emotions now i I really wanted to kind of put the audience through that mm-hmm. yeah
0: do you think th- okay, so your character is obsessed with twenty four hour news and and so how do you first of all, how close are you to this character? Is this you <laughs> and it how was. do you make that? Turn that into something healthy because I don't think it's it's right to not be educated on what's going on.
2: Yes, but it's
0: just it's, it's unhealthy.
2: It, 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 I I was him to a T. Um, I was I was.
0: I follow you on Twitter, so uh, I knew so that you. so you were. know, you know, you see tweets
2: at like six twenty five, where I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck you, Mitch McConnell." Um, I I I I was too too um dug in. I was too obsessed, and what I've started doing is pulling back a little bit and trying to be a little more present. Trying not to let these things that I can't, I can't change them at this moment, trying not to let that affect my mood. Mm. Um, but you're right. The message is not unplug. If you unplug, um, there's a, a great term someone said one time called an internal emigre, And that is where what a lot of people in Germany in the 1930s, when, 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 you know, the political tumult was happening, they mm-hmm. were like, I'm not going to pay attention to this. I'm going to focus on my family and my art and music and and my job and really just I know that will settle and it didn't. And so I do think people have to be engaged, and they have to know what's going on. But at the same time, you, we do still have to go about our lives and keep our relationships strong. So mm-hmm. it's all balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of relationships, you you cast your brother yeah. to play your brother. Is he an actor, or how he did that is. come about? Okay, he is.
2: You know, he's younger than me, and he started acting. And I saw him, you know, when he went through Chicago and he went through the Steppenwolf Theater program, and mm-hmm. I knew he was great and and right when i knew that kind of the central, you know, combative relationship was going to be me and him, i was like i got to cast him because i know he has the chops. But more importantly, he and i have so much history that i can <laughs> irritate him. I can push him <laughs> and I can get these real reactions and vice versa. I know he would piss me off at something. Yeah, and it'll sure be easy enough, to get to that place. It really was. <laughs> like we really got like I would get angry at him on set and you mm-hmm. know, he would use that and I would roll right away. And and when my mom saw the movie, she's like, I know there were scenes where you were really being mean to your brother. <laughs> And I said, yes, but I paid him. Once you pay your si- mother, pay your siblings. You could say whatever you want to them.
0: That's so funny. So to get to that place, you're like, yeah, I remember in the eighth grade when you broke mom's vase. but oh. it, you said it was me. Oh, you're like, oh,
2: I said horrible things like I was really pushing him. And I really did dig from those moments where he irritated me and 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 uh, it, I think it worked.
0: Was it hard for him to take direction from you? or No, no, okay, he, cool. he,
2: like, he loved it. Even when I would get kind of like irritated and be like, come on, man. Yeah. He loved it. He loved it. He, yeah. It's also, you know, he's a young actor and and you he's on a sitcom on NBC and he loves it and stuff. But you don't get a lot of shots um, to play a part in a movie where you get to show some range and you get to yeah. flex. And yeah. so he, he really loved it and he did such a great job in it.
0: Well, I love that I got to see your range as well, and, and you in a different light in this film. I, I, I'm a huge fan of the Mindy Project. Thank you. And I mean, Mad TV. I mean, your career has been all over the place for all a long over. time. Yeah. I mean, in a good way. Yes. But <laughs> and yeah, in a bad
2: way too sometimes.
0: <laughs> Which is part of it. It's but, part of the Yeah. But it's so cool that you get to, to grow and evolve in this way, yeah. and really express yourself in, in such an important time.
2: Yeah, I, 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 you know, I knew that, that that Chris, it would be a lot. It's my first real, I think, central lead role. And, and it's tough because I, I know the character is irritating and maddening. So I really had to try to up my likability so people don't tune out, um, which is <laughs> tough when you're next to Tiffany Haddish, who's America's <laughs> favorite person. Um, but, but uh, you know, I, I really did put my cast through the ringer and, and God bless them. They, they just they delivered every time.
0: Yeah, do yeah. you are you do you want to direct more films or you Absolutely. you directed TV before? I directed not...
2: episodes of the Mindy project mm-hmm. and this experience was so draining and and hard and time consuming but I really did love it. And now it's it's you know I know some people are like ah oh, I don't like promoting but like to me it's great because I've been talking to the same, like nine people about this movie for a year and yeah. now to talk about it with more people and be like, here's what I was thinking. It's, uh, it's exhilarating and yeah. uh, we're already making some plans to, uh, do another one. Cool. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for this film. Thank you it's so, so imp- much. And it's coming out right before the midterm elections, which was not an accident.
2: No, we knew, we knew there was a sense of urgency. Yeah. We knew that, um, you know, it is a holiday film and, and this is going to be a, very stressful holiday. Hopefully, it's a good one, and we can kind of, you know, go back home and know that we have some uh, checks and balances in this country. Mm-hmm. And uh, but mm-hmm. it could also not be good and yeah. be really depressing. So uh, we we did know that this was just a, a very uh, of the moment uh, uh, film that we needed to get uh, people's eyes in front of ASAP.
0: Cool. Thank you so much. No, go you. watch the Oath. It's an incredible film and. Find some healthy um, medical marijuana in times of distress. Find some safe medical marijuana, (laughs) take a few hits,
2: and you're going to be just fine. (laughs) Thanks, Ike. Thank you so much.
0: So that was my interview with Ike. Aaron, I'm so mad that you weren't there for this because you would have loved this guy. I already loved all the
3: photographs that came from that <laughs> interview. I was like,
0: yeah, well, I see that this could probably was the greatest
3: interview of them all. So, no, I, I mean, wasn't there. we've
0: had a lot of good ones. But he just, he made me laugh in a time that for a little bit of background, obviously you've already heard, we were interviewing the morning of the Kavanaugh hearings. So I really was in need of a good laugh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and I... Yeah, I again saw all the photographs from you and Shar well, with the, him.
0: Well, the funny thing is, uh, at the end of the interview, he was so gracious that this was his first interview of the morning. And he was like, Man, I'm going to come to San Francisco for all my press tours. This was really fun. And then he was like, You have great hair, by the way. Yeah, he thanks. says, that's- We have the same haircut and the same hairdresser. <laughs>
3: So I would have gotten the same compliment. It would have freaked Thanks, out. Ike. You would have really liked my haircut, too, Ike, Baron Holtz. So,
0: Just remember
3: well, uh, what Ange told you was tell your friends. Tell
0: your best friends, you know, that woman, Mindy Kaling, you may have heard of her, and uh, Jordan Peele, some guy oh. named Jordan Peele. Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell your friends how fun it is to be on Bitch Talk. Tell them all.
2: <laughs> tell all of the friends how awesome we are.
1: I, I don't know about you, Ange, but I got a ton of accolades. It was like one of those, like, you know, like you definitely, I got some street cred.
3: Yeah, you guys so, walked away like yeah. walking on sunshine. <laughs> I got, well, I, like, and I'm at work at my office. I'm like, oh.
1: Well, Zuckerberg. We, he was so, he was so warm and he was so fun and yeah. nice. Uh, and, and then, the, and then on top of it all is, you know, like when you get really excited about an interview. You, when you like, we posted it right away. And you just, sometimes I wait until closer to when we release them. But I was just like, "Oh, I got to hang out with, you know, Ike Holtz blah blah blah," and all these people were like people are really into Ike
0: Yeah,
1: way more than I thought I feel like
0: they either know him or they don't or but if they know the, him they love the shit out of him mm-hmm. you know or or they don't know his name but when they see the picture they're like oh that guy I was in the camp of not knowing
3: him but I was so excited that you were excited that I was like yeah. well if I can't go then I know at least it'll be a good interview
0: yeah and normally when Aaron can't <laughs> go to interviews I'm I'm like pissed. I'm like, well, I don't want to do sorry. it alone, blah, blah, blah. And she was it like It is the worst. And she was like, oh, I can't make it. I was like, no, I don't care. Whatever. All to I'm yourself. Good. I'm G to G. Don't worry about me. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> don't tell anyone G to G No, I didn't mean it in that way. I meant it in good to go. Oh. God. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, but we
3: did G to G. I need a flush. Anyway. To- need did you, to- you, you G G'd? Yeah, but oh, in the most the innocent,
0: hug? beautiful way. All right, well. <laughs> Okay. You um, know what G2G is, Shar?
1: No, but I'm just going to try to figure it out. And
0: okay, show, yeah, I'll
3: you can. I'll figure it figure out by the
1: end of this episode.
3: Think <laughs> of when oh, anyone hugs and what G2G might uh... be. The another the region.
0: Anyways. Oh, yeah, that was really subtle. Nobody's going <laughs> to <Nobody's gonna laughs> figure this out. No one's, no one's listening to that. We'll totally i Yeah, brain. you're you're <laughs> You're like a <laughs> brain neuroscientist with your explanation. A brain. You may, as well have just, you may as well have just said out loud what it is. because Genital to genital, everyone.
3: <laughs> All right, anyways, moving on.
0: <laughs> we weren't genital to genital. I meant good to go. When
3: is the oath opening? And do you want to talk a little bit about it or not really?
0: Oh, yeah. So um, I think you'll really love this film, Erin, and I think your mom will as well. Yeah. Because as I told Ike, uh, his character oh. is basically... What we think and feel, but we don't say out loud <laughs> because we yeah, have
1: nurse. I mean, <laughs> this is this movie is definitely up your alley. And yeah, yeah, as yeah. I as I say She's your alley, I'm at pointing at us. the yeah, two yeah. <laughs> the two others across the room from me.
0: Well, because you know you can't help but uh, pay attention to what's going on, and it affects you because you're human. Because we have hearts and but we breathe. But the so. the one
1: thing about the one thing about the movie though that I liked about it is. I also, I like going into movies not really knowing what the, you know, I want to be surprised. I want everything to, like, I just want to... To be fresh. Everything to just happen, you know, in real time, I right? like doing
0: that, too, especially for these press tours. Right. To not come in with preconceived notions. Right. You know, or... like, I, I, what
1: I mostly like to do is watch the trailer, and then pretty much that's it. And then when I, you know, when we watch these screeners that, you know, everything that comes at you is just based off of a trailer, not press notes, not synopsis, not anything else. Um, and so this movie, I thought it was mainly about the family dynamic, which it is, mm-hmm. but it went in such a different direction. You don't know where it's going. Like, you, you like, no like I literally went like, <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, it was like, you know me in politics, I'm kind of like, just kind of flatlined with a lot of stuff and- and so I was watching this going okay I kind of got the point earlier you know like halfway you know like a, a quarter of the way in and then all of a sudden it like just took this turn and I'm just like oh my god yeah. and I was completely sucked in you're just like what the hell is going on
0: Yeah you you've seen I mean it's a it's a <clears throat> premise that's been used told before a family coming together for a holiday meal and they don't all disagree and how are we going to make it through this holiday but you've never seen it quite like this they don't (laughs) disagree or they agree they don't disagree, you know. Coming together for Thanksgiving, a family that doesn't agree on whatever topic it is. Right, right, You're uh, people that are dreading going home for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. Or dreading that's the one family member that's it. Right. right. So that's that's been that story's been told before, but never in this in this vein. Okay. <laughs> it's very raw. It, you know, yeah. kind
1: of reminds me of. Um, remember when we watched uh, the movie with. Robert Pattinson, Good Time? Yeah. When you were sitting there going, oh my God, what the hell is going to happen next? Yes. And then you're watching it going... I don't know what I'm watching. Yes, but what the hell is get- that's very much what I went through during this movie. But it is
0: also laugh out loud funny <clears throat> at moments, so you're laughing too. I don't want to. I don't want you to think you're just going to be stressed out the whole time. It no, is not at all. Really that's exactly funny. it. It's not. It's so- Tiffany Haddish. It's yeah. Mike Baronholz, Right. It's John Cho. There's definitely like when yeah. you
1: think that it's going to like if you're thinking that it's going to be like this heavy political. No. You yeah. Know, it's definitely like holy crap. It's definitely like it goes with what's going on in the world today but then at the same time it's got like turns and you know like it's got entertainment all up the yang.
0: yeah it's just a perfect <clears throat> representation of how uh, whatever side of the political struggle you're in we're all going crazy right so do you recommend <laughs> this to your friends absolutely okay. yes watch this film support ike and support uh, ike he's great if you um, see him he gives good hug go go say hi g he's a great 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 g guy. To g <laughs> Jada okay. J. Jada I, J. I I didn't tell her that. I meant good to go. And we did not G to G. He's got three daughters. He's happy. Oh, married. so cute. Yeah. Okay. We were not G Good to go. G. Okay, okay. Thanks for listening to our Bish Talk replay with the great Ike Barinholtz. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording that. Don't forget... Sunday, September 8th, come to Cobb's, hang out with us, listen to some funny ass bitches on stage, and tune in next week for our Bitch Talk replay with Bo Burnham, director and writer of one of my favorite movies of last year, Eighth Grade, and our special Sundance interview with the director of the documentary Jawline. Thanks again for listening. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please.